Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did Sasha Banks make the right decision to leave WWE? I am Luke Owen, DAD, your Jam That Champion and Quizlemania Champion. My arm is still sore and I can't hold my belt, but I can't put my Quizlemania trophy on the desk just to remind everyone who the champ is. Just insert that fist right there. I'm always about putting fists where they don't belong, Pete. Always fist in the conversation. Yeah. And I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell. We Hi. are t- two-thirds of the Blackpool Content Club. No Tempest this week. Um, some people thought, actually, because we did our, our live reactions. Mm. Or we posted up reactions. Not live, were they? Posted up our reactions to the Sasha Banks debut in New mm. Japan. And, of course, the Omega Osprey match, which mm. is, you know... It, well, it was match of the year until uh, Team TNA versus the Acclaimed on last night's... On Wednesday's Dynamite uh, overstepped Omega, you know, Omega Osprey. They had a fun 12-hour period as the best match of the year. But, you know... There's only one Jeff Jarrett. Uh, so people were surprised, like, hey, I'm really shocked you didn't have Tempest doing mm. the reactions with you. Yeah. He's in Canada. He's in Canada. Still so, in Canada. So yeah. It would be very tricky for us to have him mm. on those reactions, but he is in Canada. We are here, though. Yes, we are. We're putting in the work. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Tempest. Not like Tempest. He's spending time with his family Ugh. and friends. <laughs> disgusting behavior what a dickhead yeah <laughs> anyways to pete so i i kind of talked about my uh i even I, I gave my reaction to uh sasha mercedes monet's mm. debut in new japan pro wrestling at wrestle yeah. kingdom 17 if you haven't seen the the news at all if you've been under a rock uh go watch our reaction to it as well Lolly mm. davis and i recorded our reactions as we watched it live um what did you make of it uh i thought uh from a pure like spectacle very cool I I was really on board. Just the fact, just seeing Sasha Banks walk down a New Japan aisle, I was like, this is weird. It's the same kind of like surreal feeling that I had when I saw um, AEW Cody step out of WrestleMania. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Why are you here? Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't work. Uh, but I thought Sasha looked like a superstar coming out. She had that real like superstar presence, the big entrance kind of thing, which is kind of what you want from a big like Wrestle Kingdom show. So that was really cool. Uh, I thought her promo was, you know, it was all right. It's a Banks promo, or a Monet promo, I should say now. Um, so it, it was all right. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more in love with the idea than I am necessarily the execution. That's a really nice way to put it, actually. Mm. I, I, I said, I, I kind of echoing what you said. The, the visual of Sasha Banks being in a New Japan ring was. And holding the IWGP Women's mm. Championship. I know it's a very new belt, but it was still like a, huh, that's that's odd. It's strange. Yes. Very, it's, it's a very weird thing to see. Um, it, oddly as well, because when Kenny Omega made his entrance, I wasn't like, oh, it's so weird. It was like, oh, no, this feels right. It's New Japan Kenny again. Yeah, New yeah. Japan Kenny's back because yeah. he's just doing Final Fantasy VII references. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, no, this just totally makes sense. Yeah. Why haven't we had this Kenny in AEW mm. at all ever? Uh, but I would say that the reaction to it was mixed Mm -hmm. and i think actually now i hadn't really considered it until you just mentioned it then but that there are those of us that like the idea of it or you know what this kind of means going forward Mm -hmm. as opposed to the actual moment itself yeah i was listening to uh going in roars 
review of Wrestle Kingdom, and mm. they they really liked the the Kyrie Tamnakano match, which I mm. thought was was good. It was fine. It only went five six minutes, yeah. so it didn't really have a chance to make much of anything. Um, that for me actually it was a big disappointment. But they were like, you know, I thought the like they even said, oh, I thought the move that Sasha did was really cool, mm. and I. I think a lot of people would agree that I don't think it was executed to its best. No. Because she was clearly going for a gory bomb DDT, which uh, videos are going online. That's what she was training down in Mexico. Mm. Kyrie either over-rotated or there was some miscommunication. I thought she was going from a gory bomb into an armbar submission. Yeah. But she sort of stopped that and it was meant to be an impact move. Yes. And I don't think it quite, no pun intended, landed the way it was supposed to. Yeah, it's it's a shame because you want to have your cool like this is my one thing, and it kind of cemented her as the very much the heel in the feud kind of thing, having the do the move, and when the move doesn't quite connect how you want it, it's just like ah, the impact of it has not, it hasn't worked quite the way you wanted. Uh, but like I I think if you look at it as an objective in a vacuum, you look at this is a wrestler coming down to a ring and not hitting the prettiest looking move in the world, and the promo was all right. If you look at that in a vacuum, it was I can understand why people would be disappointed in it. But if you look at the actual significance of what is happening, it elevates it to, you know, like superstardom. It, it's, it's unprecedented what's happening. This is the first big name, I would argue, that, you know, you could argue that Swerve and Lee kind of fall into mm-hmm. this because they uh, reportedly did turn down the uh, the... the there was a report last year that WWE made calls to Lee and Strickland to be like, we'd love you to come back. And they said, no, we're going to stay here. Thanks. Yeah. But they're contracted wrestlers. So it's very difficult for mm-hmm. them to get out of their contract. Andrade yeah. is finding his ways of doing that. But Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet is, I would argue, the first big name that has turned down the new regime of mm. WWE to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that is quite, that's a hell of, again, no pun intended, a statement to make and one that I think we will see, I don't know, one that might make waves this year because we've seen so many people return to WWE that Mm. had been fired previously or had left previously, decided not to re-sign during the Vince era, go back because Triple H is now running creative and Stephanie is co-CEO with Nick Khan, that it's a new era, yes it is for WWE and they're choosing to go back there, but Banks opted not to. There was an offer on the table, mm-hmm. and she said, no, yeah. I'm going to go here instead. Yeah, and it's so strange to me, the dynamics that were at play, specifically at Wrestle Kingdom, with so many different promotions being represented. WWE's Carl Anderson was on the show, uh, AEW's Kenny Omega, and then you had Sasha Banks coming in, former WWE talent. Uh, you had FTR were there as well. It's just like all these different pieces from different places. Like Bailey was backstage, you know, yeah. and Naomi was reportedly over there as well. Like all these different pieces coming together to form one one big show. Um, but having Banks kind of make that statement, I mean, we're, we're going to keep <laughs> we're going to keep saying it. I'm sorry uh, to to actually reject the Triple H era of WWE is a very big deal, and not only to to go to AEW, but to do what she wants to do. She clearly wants to wrestle in stardom. She wants to wrestle Kyrie. Like, that is what she wants to do the most. And she's just saying, well, that's what I'm going to do. Sorry, everybody else. I'm going to go do this. Like, even in, like, the interviews that she did, she was, like, you know, naming the stardom wrestlers that mm. she wants to wrestle. And it, it was fascinating to see because I would say... You know, particularly with our audience, and actually, I would say with us in the office as well, we're not as au fait with stardom as you know. There are people that you know I would look towards um, Karen Peterson, or I would look mm-hmm. towards Church of Joshi, mm-hmm. and, and going in raw for you know, like, hey, you know, kind of tell me for some things about stardom that I I should know. Or yeah, tell me some totally. names that I should I I would need to know. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can you recommend me some stardom matches that I can go watch? But Banks slash Monet is like, no, I'm just watching this. Like, this is yeah. actually the style of wrestling that I really enjoy watching. That's the place I want to go because that's the style of wrestling that I want to do. Yeah. I think that's that's really commendable. Absolutely. I think it's, it's massively so. She is carving her own path. That, that And that is precisely it. It is a refusal to go along with what is perceived to be the best choice. Yeah. And just saying, no, I know what the best choice is for me. And I'm going to go do that. I'm going to do what makes me happy. Because she's already put in the work to be able to make that choice. And now she's like, well, now I can make that choice. I'm going to do it. 
fair play to her. The reaction, we said earlier, like, the reaction was, I'd say mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because the the, the promo uh, wasn't the best promo that you've ever heard in your life, the, the gory bomb DDT didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. Also, because it's a New Japan crowd, they don't react in the same mm. way that um, a WWE or an AEW crowd uh, work. Also, because there's still COVID restrictions over there, it's mm-hmm. only portions of the audience were allowed to cheer. So yeah. what you know Banks is met with is sort of, polite applause mm-hmm. uh, for certain parts of a promo it was uh, it's respectful of, of you know yes. people kind of promo it's not like cheering and things like that what i found very interesting you know i was kind of going through the comments that were left on our reactions video and the one that we did for the uh, the breaking news video we did over on wrestle talk is and it was something i hadn't really thought of or expected for some people this will be the first thing they've ever seen of, of new japan mm. i kind of had it in my head that we all got into new japan when they started doing english commentary sure so like 11 12 was like we had we knew of new japan pro wrestling but Mm -hmm. the vast majority of us really got into the company around that time yeah because they start doing english commentary then there was the launch of new japan world chris jericho went over there to do that stuff and that was kind of like you know a lot of like the western audiences big first exposure to new japan and then sort of understanding what the crowds are like but going by the comments that were left on the videos, this is the very first thing some people will have seen because they're like, she came out to no pop. Mm. And I read that and I'm like, well, yeah, of course, because of X, Y, and Z, we just explained. But mm. if you are just going to this blind with no previous experience mm-hmm. of New Japan, your reaction to that is going to be, oh, no, that's nothing. She came out to absolute silence. This was a terrible mistake. Yeah, 100%. And it, and. To me, it's it's weird. And the thing is, that I I know that other um like YouTube comments and things have fallen into this trap as well, where people get into wrestling at different points in their life. Yeah, absolutely. And at different times, like you know, we I I saw um what was it on the the best of Wrestle Talk twenty twenty two video. Someone commented to me like twenty twenty two was the year I discovered Wrestle Talk, and I was like, oh yeah, like pe- people new fans come in all the time. I know, I stuff. I I look past that. I'm really guilty of doing that. Yeah. And even then, when I was just saying then, like I sort of assumed all of us did the same thing. That's yeah. just me from my own like personal experience exactly, and like you know yeah. the journey that this channel has gone on. Yeah, and that's sort of me with my own Blinkers view sets, not looking at sort of like the wider thing. Exactly. I I said this to Ollie on the predictions video. I often forget that there are people who got into wrestling. During the three-hour Raw period. Yeah. So to them, that is what Raw is. It's a three-hour show. Yeah. And even though, actually, when you think about it, then, like, if you got into wrestling in 2011, 2012, your view mindset is that WWE is the only large company because you weren't there for not only WCW and ECW, but even... that's that's me. Even TNA, like you didn't even see that rise of TNA, and like yeah. you know when they got onto Spike TV and they went head to head with Raw and absolutely tanked and it failed. Oh yeah, but, like that was oh there's legit competition towards WWE. But if you are like a 2012, 2013, 2014 fan, like and onwards, that's the only company. And I suddenly was like, oh, that makes sense why people have been so anti AEW or don't understand mm-hmm. like the importance of AEW and and things like that. And it's kind of been it's very interesting for me to kind of realize some of that. Uh, and learn some of this. And I, I think that's also been, you know, a, a realization I've come to as well with all the, the response to the Sasha Banks thing. Because mm. I think you can remove... It's, and while I find that bit more interesting, I would say you can certainly remove the bad faith takes. Absolutely. Uh, you can always take all, out bad faith takes. Always remove those. The, yeah. the people that are just like... Oh, she's you know she's on a, a a smaller stage now. Like this is lol. She's in an indie promotion, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's the Tokyo Dome. Like <laughs> 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 it was like you know it's forty odd thousand people. Like yeah. I don't think it were forty thousand people for this show because there's still COVID no. restrictions and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. But it's still it's the Tokyo it's Dome. The Tokyo Dome. The Tokyo Dome's like. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's a big. huge, huge venue. Be like, well, I'm a bingo hall. Yeah, she's <laughs> jumped herself uh, across to. Um, but it's it's interesting when I was kind of go through, like you know, this one here. Her debut was so whack. Remind, well, you know, this is an interesting one. Was so whack. It reminded me of those lame TNA debuts in the mid 2000s when an old WWE guy would come across as a Walmart ripoff version of themselves. Mm. Interesting. New Japan debuts are almost always a bit awkward for whatever reason. I thought it was a pretty lame debut, to be honest. The theme song is atrocious and nicknames are cringe-inducing. Uh, as excited for this, uh, uh, for both Monet and the promotions, my read of the debut was 
Sasha Banks walks a little awkwardly down to the ring. She cuts a mediocre promo and botches a move. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are people there. It's a big effing deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love the rest of the pay for you, but honestly, as soon as the match ended, I went to the bathroom. I think both of them are correct. You know, that I think objectively speaking, the debut wasn't necessarily fantastic, but it's also incredibly significant. It's yeah. a really big deal that this happened. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm actually, do you know what? I'm going to read this comment out mm-hmm. and I'm going to shout out this person as well. This is from Chris okay. Barnes. In the immortal words of Bobby Fish, where's the lie <laughs> stream? <laughs> great comment. that's a great comment fantastic that's comment of the day thank comment you very very much put in a little graphic <laughs> i'm not doing that okay um yeah like oh this one as well lucky british people you don't have to wake up till 3 a.m for this debut oh i mean do we do for every other show though literally every <laughs> other show every show that isn't clash at the castle <laughs> So yeah, it's I, the, I you know I checked online as well, and there was outside of the bad faith takes that are just mm. like you know uh, angry that she's not gone back to WWE. Yeah, it's not gone over as big as it could have been. You know, we got the match announcement; she's gonna have her first match in February mm-hmm. on American soil, and that is you know the whole reason that Bushi Road have been pushing for. Uh, Fra- uh, Frankie Monet, Mercedes Monet to sign with them. I, there are certain <laughs> things I've got to get out of my head. Frankie, Frankie Monet being Monet. one of them, a name I never said no. because I didn't review NXT. Yeah. Um, I interviewed her when she was Ty of Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, and Sasha Banks. These are names I've got to try and like yeah. move out. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, like they were making big pushes for her because they want to expand out in the West. They want to do more of the New Japan Strong stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, they want to have women's wrestling on the show. So we've got Stard and we've got those, but we need like that recognizable name that we can almost build stuff around. We've got that with Kyrie. She's had WWE exposure. And now we have got Banks and the you know, reported money that she's making for this is a lot. No pun intended. She's making bank. There it is. I was going to say it. From, yeah. you know, from this venture. Dave Meltzer uh, reported that she is making more per appearance than Chris Jericho did for his Wrestle Kingdom, for his story, for his New Japan appearances. And Jericho was making a hundred grand an mm. appearance. She's making more than a hundred grand per appearance mm. that she's doing for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So kind of like when you have our title of this, did she you know, make a mistake by leaving WWE? Like the simple answer is like, well, no, because she's making a hundred grand an appearance. That is yeah. way more money than she would have made in WWE. Easily easily so because even if she does like four appearances mm-hmm. that's probably probably still 10 times more than she would have made wrestling <laughs> in wwe as, yeah. an, as an exaggeration but it, it, it is it it's is, a hell of a lot more money it's a lot of money and i i mean that aspect cannot be overlooked uh this is something that is going to one make her very happy because it's something she wants to do and two make her a lot of money so everyone says, well, she could have done whatever. So it nothing else matters. She's happy she's making money. That's that's it. That's the bottom line. Cause Mercedes Monet said so. Sorry. <laughs> um uh like th- th- there's nothing there's nothing else much to it. And I think any other criticisms from her decision stems from a fan perspective, like, well, I wanted to see this other thing. I was like, yeah, but you don't get to make those choices. Yeah, I mean, you can just like go through Russell Cringe's uh, Twitter feed mm. to see, like, you know, because uh, Russell Cringe is, you know, a very, very fine uh, Twitter follow anyway. But like, you know, they've got, literally got like screencaps of people being like, can't wait for them to go back. Can't wait for Sash Banks. This will be the reaction when Sash Banks never come back. Can't wait to go back. Then they're debuting as like, they were never that good to begin with. <laughs> not, not real stars when you think about it. Like, those are the proper like bad faith takes that you can sort of push to one yeah. side. Uh, the other bit of news, I suppose, from this mm. is that she was not announced as the tag partner for mm. Soraya on next week's AEW Dynamite, which yes. has sort of been the reported case. It was going to be uh, Mercedes Monet as the tag partner. That's sort of been rumored for a long time. Tony Khan was quite coy about the question when mm-hmm. he was asked about this on Grapsody in December. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they even pointed out, it was like, if it was anyone, like if it was a Tony Storm, he would have just said it's a Tony Storm. Uh, and fightful's report was that everyone backstage expects it like no one has got it confirmed where everyone expects it to be monet mm-hmm. however on this week's dynamite they instead announced that it is in fact tony storm it is soraya and tony storm soraya chose storm over shida uh to be her tag team partner 
Unless. Unless, of yeah. course. So, I mean, you did this on the Rest Talk News mm. on Thursday. So, yes. uh, take us through this because they, they, there's a graphic and everything. They announced that is the mm -hmm. match. But is that the match? Immediately before Dynamite, uh, I believe this was, oh, forgive me, I've forgotten his name. It's from DAZN, uh, Mulhausen. Um, he reported that it is going to be Mercedes Monet as Soraya's tag team partner. And considering that is a pretty, like, and he's saying, like, I've known this for a while, but I couldn't report it until her January 1st contract with WWE actually expired. So now I can confirm it. This is definitely the plan. Um, as concrete, a report on something as you pretty much can get without it being like an announcement from a promotion itself. Uh, and to me, that just means then the Tony Storm announcement is a red herring. It is just like, we're going to say it's this, but actually... We're going to do this other thing yeah, next week. Surprise. Surprise. Uh, and then, yeah, Mercedes Monet is going to come in and, and uh, join AEW, which, again, I think people are going to have mixed reactions to. I think they will do as well. Uh, I was actually thinking about this when, you know, they, they announced Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was like, oh, maybe they'll do an angle next week and it'll still be Monet. But then I was thinking, I was like, but if it isn't, mm -hmm. like if it is just Tony Storm, you can still like get hyped about monet going to aew because they'll be forbidden door too and like maybe actually that's almost like a a a, a more appealing thing which is just like well she's not a featured side of the company i mean she's probably gonna be a feature she's not gonna be get the orderly graphic because i believe she's you know signed this deal with new japan pro wrestling this is the, just the relationship between aew and new japan mm. but if you save forbidden door too that's mercedes monet's like aew debut if it is and that's just the featured match on the card Monet versus, let's be honest, Britt Baker. Yeah, probably. Or like, you know, Monet versus Jamie Hayter and you do champ versus champion. And like that is also like a really big time match that you can put on a card mm. that doesn't require you to have her be the surprise tag partner for Soraya on Dynamite. Yeah, and the thing is, if they don't have Monet as the surprise tag partner and everyone's like, oh, it's not AEW's fault they, necessarily because they advertise tony storm they, if, if they advertise tony storm and deliver you tony storm yeah then they they gave you what they advertised <laughs> and they said it's a mystery tag partner and then one week out they said here's the reveal of who that is yeah without the speculation from fans online there is no expectation for it to be monet it's just as soon as it announced went oh it's monet and then if it's not aw just gone uh-oh <laughs> Oh dear. Oh no, we, let's just say it's Tony Storm now. We just have to say it's Tony Storm. Yeah, particularly uh, after she debuted in, in New Japan. Mm. And that's going to just further the speculation even more than 100%. it's going to be Monet. So you're like, let's just nip this in the bud. Yeah. It's Tony Storm. Yeah. And the thing is, I know all of us will say it, and we will fall into the camp of being like, this is disappointing because we wanted more. But it is also not AEW's fault if fans have expected something that they have never promised. No. You know? They just but, advertised it was a mystery partner. Yes. And you can certainly make the argument. It was like, well, why did you do it as a mystery partner thing? Because mm -hmm. this has been done to set up a storyline between Storm and Cheetah. Mm -hmm. Because Cheetah is now pissed that Soraya picked her. Mm -hmm. Like, Soraya literally says in the promo, I picked the best wrestler that we have. I picked Tony Storm. And she's I was like, uh, what now? So sorry, what part? I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting right here. Yeah. So that's you. You have the mystery partner set up so that you can do this storyline here yeah so it's not even a bait and switch thing mm -hmm. it's been it's set up and payoff yeah it, it, it's an actual story it's a storyline that fans have potentially hijacked and gone <laughs> well i want this other thing yeah and I mean, now <laughs> and now you're not doing that well screw you dave melters and i'm risking it when he was like he was like man if it's anyone other than sasha banks it's gonna be a disappointment it's like <laughs> dave you're part of the problem <laughs> If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, so you, you know, I, I think we can certainly look at the from the money aspect of things. If you know, did she make the right choice here? I would certainly yeah. say, from a money aspect, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um, the other aspect you could say that she made the the right decision in order to not re-sign with WWE and go to New Japan Pro Wrestling and, and sign, you know, do stardom and stuff, is that she is making waves in Hollywood. She is mm-hmm. a bit of a sought after Hollywood figure. She yeah. has. Not a, it's not a starring role in The Mandalorian. She is in The Mandalorian. Yeah. That, is, that, that is the politest way I could put it. Mm-hmm. She has been in The Mandalorian. Yes. Um, but that's, you know, that's a start. Mm. Batista was in a lot of bad movies before he became Dave Batista, mm. A-list Hollywood megastar. Yeah. The Rock did a lot, but the Rocks, Rocks was slightly different because The Rock basically just went through the territory system and was just like, okay, I will do whatever you tell me to do mm-hmm. so I can make a name for myself and then I can just build up from there and then from there. And he, he paid his dues and that's what oh, he yeah. did. Dave did it a very different way, which is just like, oh no, I just really enjoy acting. So I'll just, you know, oh, is this crap movie with Rob Van Damme? Yeah, mm-hmm. fine, I'll do that. <laughs> and then through that, made the right connections. And now he is Dave Batista, big Hollywood megastar. Like Mercedes Monet with a much more uh, freed up schedule where she's not on the road six days a week five six days a week can do these meetings Mm -hmm. and can make these make movies make tv shows this might be the best option for her in terms of being a actor or or, you know or something along those lines absolutely yeah because as you mentioned the the wwe schedule is so restrictive and obviously there's only certain people that can go out and do outside projects outside of the company as is obviously that's probably going to be a little bit more lenient with um triple h and power but even so like it it, just time wise the schedule is so restrictive that you don't have the luxury to be able to do as many of those projects as you might like to do because you still have you still have responsibilities in the company to be like no i need to do you know x amount appearances this year or whatever and i can't just spend an entire year off or two years off just filming various different bits and pieces i mean that's the story with cena and the rock at the moment Mm. for mania is that like it's you know they want to do roman versus rock as one of the main events of wrestlemania but that does depend on the rock's movie schedule they want to have john cena at, at wrestlemania but it does depend on like he's filming something in march i mm. think or like he's going to be promoting something in in march and like you've got to work around that and when the rock had his second cena match he got injured mm. in that match like he, he tore i can't remember what he did but he injured tore some a peck, pe- tore a peck or something along those lines yeah. like that that delayed the filming of hercules Hands up in the comments who remembered that The Rock made a Hercules movie because I don't, I don't think a lot of us will remember it because I don't think many of us saw it. Mm. But like that delayed the movie. That cost the studio millions upon millions of dollars. You can't just be like, well, we're WWE, like 
it's it's WrestleMania. You've got to do these things mm-hmm. because there's bigger bigger fish at play and here. That is a very insular point of view. So, well, WrestleMania's the biggest thing. So they'll drop everything to come to WrestleMania. It's like in the grand scheme of things, it's not actually that big. So like Sasha Banks having. Mercedes Monet having a much more free uh, schedule on her hands means that she can do this more freely. But you're right. Like I, I do think that when she would have been doing the big negotiations with WWE about doing a return, she would have made this point. And I think Triple H would have been more than happy to be like, like if you want to do outside projects, I would love you to do outside projects because I think that's better for mm-hmm. us as a brand and we can promote these sorts of things. And you get to promote it on Raw, get to promote it on SmackDown. We can do X, Y, and Z. I certainly think those things would have been on the table, but the the, the schedule mm. I think would have just been too much of a sticking point. Seth Rollins has said that not everyone can do not well. What he basically said was, in so many words, not everyone can hack the WWE schedule because you work an insane amount of dates mm-hmm. doing working for WWE. Yeah, and and that is something that cannot be overlooked when Sasha can get Mercedes Monet can get a hundred grand plus her appearance for a different promotion that doesn't work as hard like six six appearances is 600 grand at a minimum it's it's a no-brainer at yeah. that point uh yeah I, I i think that any any discussions around this that are saying that she made the wrong choice or that she she's ruined her legacy or anything <laughs> like that is one in bad faith and two wrong <laughs> well okay You're just wrong okay well now I, I, I'm, I'm gonna play devil's avocado here okay go. For I'm, it. I'm gonna play devil's avocado yeah because Going back to WWE, yes, would have been the biggest stage. Sure, I'm not saying that New Japan or Stardom is a tiny stage. I'm not saying this is a bingo hall indie. Mm-hmm. It's the Tokyo Dome. Yes. Like if she doesn't work with AEW, they sell out twenty thousand seat buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, they do million dollar gates for their pay per views. Like they are a big promotion, and mm. it is a big platform on big networks. So yes. I'm not. I'm not downplaying any of that. But even as big as those are. WWE is the biggest fish in the pond. For sure. It's the biggest platform you can possibly go back to. Mm-hmm. And particularly if under this the Triple H regime, if you went back, like she would have been the tippity top pushed star. There's every chance she would have been the person that beat Ronda Rousey. Mm. Put her on SmackDown. She beats Ronda Rousey. She's the SmackDown women's champion. That's your big surprise to end off 2022 um, rather than it being flair wins lol um so she would have been a megastar and would have been given megastar treatment and a megastar push the person that walked out of the company in you know in my april may or whatever it was has come back and she's here to take over would have been the like arguably a big that that return would have been bigger than her new japan debut yeah, uh, yeah, mm. and in terms of optics, in terms of reaction, in terms of like online traction, I think her return to WWE would have been bigger than her debut in New Japan. I don't know if I agree with that. I think a lot of people have an opinion on the Wrestle Kingdom debut, whether it is positive or negative. A lot of people are, "This is great. I'm glad she's here," or "Boo hiss. She's not in WWE." etc uh, and their individual opinions about the debut and and the significance of her leaving wwe and all the other stuff that comes as as part of that that package deal i think her going back to wwe would have been a big deal for maybe like a week it would have been like wow banks is back because she, she's all right she's now one back of to ten, normal one of 10 returns in the it's last like, two months yeah it's like okay and back to normal like bray wyatt came back and everyone was like cool for maybe a month tops i mean i mean looking at our metrics Bray Wyatt's like interest in Bray Wyatt's return like was huge when it happened and then has just slowly 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 dipped I think it uh, it peaked when Uncle Howdy was on stage Mm -hmm. but even then it sort of dipped off again yeah anyway and also just a reminder that debut and the Uncle Howdy in the ring the big gap yeah yeah big gap unfortunately uh so I think like the return would have been a big deal and I I agree with you with that but I think that it would have been like, okay, it's another WWE star back in WWE. She's a wrestler. And I think she would have been just on the road like any other WWE star. I don't think she would have been treated as special 
as maybe you know as 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 a special attraction as she is in new japan i you know, think she, she would have been i i really don't think she would have been i think she would have been a, a wrestler <laughs> uh maybe to the degree of a charlotte flair in the fact that charlotte flair is always kind of the top of the division regardless of what she's doing maybe sasha banks would go up to that level but she wouldn't be like special attraction sasha banks i don't know man like i I think under a triple h watch mm. you know he's the guy that gave us the boss like yeah. you know that the, the that her arguably her best run in wwe was that nxt run she mm. had when she was the boss like Takeo, I I think the the match she had with Belair at WrestleMania mm. is probably the best match of her main roster run. Yes, but for me, the best match she had was the Bailey match at Takeover. Like which, I, which one? <laughs> oh, oh Takeover Brooklyn or Takeover Respect? Takeover Brooklyn. They're both wonderful. Sorry, I, I, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Respect is the one where she did make Izzy cry. Okay, so, so <laughs> but, it's, me, but it's Brooklyn. I, I was actually I was thinking about this the other day. The Takeover Brooklyn match is the Bailey match. The Takeover Respect <laughs> match is the Banks match. Well, it's Banks's farewell match to, yeah. to NXT, really, I suppose, yeah. in a way. But I, yeah, I think the Brooklyn match for me is like that's the tippity top. That's mm. the best that Sasha was in in WWE uh, in terms of presentation and character and, and, and this that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I think that she would have got that again under a Triple H led regime. I think she would have been. Not only just presented in Megastar, but also like WWE is the company with all the momentum at the moment. Mm-hmm. That is the one that fans are really, really into at the moment. AEW had a very bad 2022, certainly a bad second half of 2022. Uh, and people might even argue three quarters of the year mm. because the New Japan stuff so it did kind of dip a lot of people out of the show and people were very critical of it. Then there was all the Ring of Honor stuff, then there's Brawl Out and Center. 2022, not a great year for AEW. New Japan have had a bad few years. Mm. COVID really, really hurt them, but not just COVID, the elite leaving. Yeah. Really, really hurt New Japan. So they had to spend all of 2019 rebuilding because they lost Kenny, they lost the Bucks, they lost Cody, they lost Paige, had to rebuild everything. And then COVID hit and that just destroyed everything that they were building. Yeah. And it felt like Wrestle Kingdom 17 on January 4th of 2023 is the first time that New Japan have had like the, oh, cool, we need to all check out Wrestle Kingdom. When it felt like New Japan again, when it felt like a proper Wrestle Kingdom. Absolutely, exactly. Because yeah. it was, you know, it and like, and actually, oddly, was down to the rumors of Mercedes Monet, Kenny Omega being on this show. Because mm-hmm. I know that people were into Akada J. White, but. We've done Akada J. White a lot, and Akada J. White has never been as hot as doing Akada Tanahashi over and over again, or Akada Omega, you know, four times. Uh, Akada White has never been as hot as that could, that, that has other previous big Akada feuds have been. So, really, like Omega wrestling Will Ospreay and Mercedes Monet being there, I think were huge, huge draws for, for Wrestle Kingdom. So, New Japan now, I've got a really good, like, you know, first base here that they can try and rise back up from so they can get to the levels of popularity they had a handful of years ago yeah but they are they've got to make that ascent mm-hmm. whereas you know maybe maybe that's why Mene wants to be a part of that as i said i'm just playing devil's avocado here wwe on the other hand it's already there mm-hmm. and it is like the they are on the, a crest of momentum and i only think that momentum is getting higher and higher and higher and hotter and hotter and hotter as we get into the first Triple H booked Rumble, the first Triple H booked Elimination Chamber, and the first Triple H booked WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I think WWE is going to have an incredibly strong four months coming up, and I think they can ride that for the rest of the year and then just build up from there. So to play Devil's Avocado, that might be, in terms of if you're trying to make a name for yourself, a better option than doing New Japan and starting at the bottom. I think if you wanted to get eyes on yourself for a western audience the best thing you could do would be to go back to wwe i don't think that's the only factor in play though i think that she is already making a name for herself in the fact that she's been in various movie tv projects whatever and she's already been sought after the reports of other companies uh, other studios wanting to get involved and all that stuff so i think she's already making the progress into hollywood and movies and tv shows that she already wants to make and I, I think that her going back to WWE would be like, a cool, her name's in the news cycle again, and she's in like a prominent Western wrestling promotion. Fantastic. But her being able to do the TV movie side of things already, 
as well as fulfilling her dream of doing Japanese wrestling at the same time. I, I think it's just the right choice for her. Well, that's the, that's the argument, isn't it? It's just, you know, like it's it, whatever she does is always going to be the right decision for her because mm. like that's as long as she's happy, mm-hmm. she's happy, then that is absolutely 100% the right decision. It's not, it is not for us to say what is the right decision for her to make because we are not in charge of what makes her happy. Yeah. And I think there is a very clear and obvious statement made by choosing to go to New Japan that this is what you want to do is you want to go and wrestle for stardom. Mm-hmm. You want to go and wrestle those types of matches, which you can't do in WWE because WWE has an in-house style mm-hmm. and you must adhere to that in-house style. Whereas stardom, you can go over there and do the stardom style and that's mm-hmm. the style of wrestling you want to do. You That also opens you up to be able to do AEW. Now, and yep. you can go and do the AEW style of match, which and is something that you, you want to do. You still get eyes on a prominent Western wrestling promotion that's not WWE yeah. that allows you to still do Japanese wrestling that still allows you to have a, a more open schedule. It's like the best of everything. It's the best of both worlds, yeah. and it starts here tonight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, and it, oh, well, it's, it's a bigger audience. But, you know, Dynamite does two-thirds of the audience that, that Raw does. It's still a big audience that, out there. And you're on TNT and on TBS. Like, if you do are doing regular things with AEW. I can't imagine it will be regular things though. I wouldn't because, think so. Because if it's an if you're in a new Japan deal, you're in a new like you'll you'll come over and do like a string of shows. But are you on a new Japan deal? Is well, it just like that, a per appearance? But like, that was my understanding. Mm. But you know, we don't know the ins and outs. We don't know. For all we know, next week we'll have the Mercedes Monet as all elite graphic. Yeah. Yeah, and then she'll be there every week, and all of the points that we just made in this video are null and void. Which is the Blackpool Con- Combat Club way. <laughs> Blackpool <laughs> Content Club. I know you said it right the first time, and I corrected myself. Um, do you have any last... Because I was just going through like you know the list of things we wanted to discuss. Mm. Um, actually, maybe this will be the last one sure. that we can, we can touch on, because we haven't done this. It's kind of two that we have. I, I kind of wrote down what Naomi might be going back to WWE, because that was the mm-hmm. report from yes. Wednesday, right? That yeah. she might be going back. Which surprises me. Mm. I always thought they would kind of be a package deal to get, or try and sell themselves as a package deal. Potentially, yeah. Only because they kept making all the appearances together. Yeah. Man, good for her. Again, good. if that's what makes her happy and that's what she wants to do, then that's the right choice for her. Her hubby is there. Absolutely. Maybe, that, maybe that's, you know, a really a big contributing factor into this, mm-hmm. not being apart from them, which is an awful, awful business to be a part of. Mm. Um, but the other one I thought would be an interesting final topic for us to talk about, again, with the playing devil's avocado things, is leaving WWE worked out for Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. brilliantly for Cody Rhodes, one might argue. Him being fired from WWE was the best thing that could have happened for his WWE career. Mm. Same with Drew McIntyre. Yeah. You could certainly make the argument that it's uh, the best thing that happened. John Moxley leaving WWE was the best decision that he ever made because it has worked out brilliantly for him in AEW. I don't know if you could make the same argument for Danielson, but I think Danielson had a very, very good uh, end of 2021. Mm. The injury kind of hampered some of his 2022, but he is starting 2023 strong. Uh, but there are lads and lasses that were that had left WWE and have gone to places like AEW, and it hasn't worked out well for them. Mm-hmm. Turns out the grass was not as green on the other side as sort of like that might have been promised. I'm looking at guys like Andrade, mm-hmm. guys like, you know, reportedly Malachi Black. You know, apparently he was very, very frustrate, creatively frustrated. Guys like Miro, mm-hmm. you know, who hasn't been on TV for months. And the report was that creative was pitched to him and he didn't like it, refused to do it. And now he's just sad at home. Mm-hmm. It does not work out for everyone. So I just wanted to put that out there of, of just a, as a discussion topic of, do we like... <laughs> It's hard to phrase this into a question, I suppose. I, it was more of, sort of a point to make, mm-hmm. is it doesn't work out for everyone. Like it, it, I saw a few comments yesterday, and I think this might have been what like, tipped me off to, to mention this. A lot of people being like, this won't work out for you. You'll cry and go back to Hunter. And, you know, Banks had a... There was a lot of reports about Banks in WWE about her being unhappy with creative... Mm-hmm. That's why she walked out of the company. But, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know the, remember the reports of, like, her... Uh, crying when they lost the tag belts mm-hmm. at wrestlemania because that was creatively frustrating yeah you know if you get the bad creative elsewhere do you end up being just as frustrated there and then end up going back to wwe anyway 
or does she make a lot of money from these appearances and, <laughs> then, and then never wrestle again because she she's done what she wanted to do? I don't know. Like she seemed from from things I've seen when she was on like the um the Stone Cold podcast, the Broken Skull um sessions or whatever it is, and she was saying like, I've paid my dues, you know. I I've had the I'm thankful to be here part of my career now, and I'm now at the point where it's like I know my worth. So I'm going to tell you what I'm worth. And if you don't want to do that, then I'm not going to do it. And she's now, it seems like she's kind of done like, I've done this bit. I'm on to the next bit. And once I've done that, I'll do someone else. So I don't think it's as simple as, well, if she if she leaves AEW, then she's obviously going to go back to WWE. She might just be like, cool, I've done the wrestling thing. I'm going to go on to movies or whatever now. Yeah. And that's it. And I you've think made your money. She'll probably be happy with that. Yeah, you've made your money. Like it's what people always said about Punk. Like when Punk mm. left in 2014, it was like he doesn't have to ever wrestle again because he's been, he's very smart with his money. And like you know, like on the 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 Cabana podcast, the mm. podcast that no one should talk about. Um, he basically he like casually dropped in that he just lost a check mm. for, that WWE had sent him yeah. for merchandise that was like a massive like six figure check or something. That he just didn't cash mm. and then had to like because he just misplaced it that sort of level of money is nothing to him yeah if i misplaced a check that had six figures on it i would be searching high and low <laughs> for that thing i would be despondent i would I, I would not be able to talk to anyone for ages i would yeah. just be so sad yeah that i've lost a misplaced yeah six figures but for punk it was like huh Look what I just found. Yeah. It's another one of those, is it? <laughs> yeah. So he's he's made his money and like that was always the thing about him. It's like he doesn't have to wrestle mm -hmm. again because he's made his money. He's been very smart. If he wants to do it, he can do, but he doesn't have a have to. Maybe you're right with banks. Like it's you know, she'll get to a point where she's like, Do you know what? I've made my money. I want to go and try this. I may never have to do this again. And the thing is as well, you mentioned a couple of people that got that left WWE and then came back and it was the best thing they had for their WWE careers. If she does want to go back at some point, I don't think it will be like a, oh, I'm going to cry and go back to Hunter. It will be like, cool, I've done the thing I wanted to do. I can go back to WWE now as a bigger name than when I left. Yeah, no one like, yeah, no one ever said like, oh, Drew just cried and went back to, yeah, yeah Cody just cried. Not. I mean, Cody did, Cody did cry. And then Cody does cry. Cody does cry a lot. Does but, cry a lot. But not in the same uh, not in the same context absolutely yeah yeah so yeah i, I thought that'd be a, a, an interesting talking point there just to sort of like you know it's what the show's about mm. putting discussion. ideas discussion putting these ideas out there to kind of wrap things up though mm. you know did she make the right decision to leave wwe yes i thought i'm saying from a money aspect yeah mm. granted i don't think the debut was as strong no. as it perhaps could have been but there are a lot of factors working against it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you made the point earlier, and I think this is the best point that, that has been made on this, is the idea of it was like, you know, my, the execution wasn't great. The idea is still there. Mm -hmm. And that idea can actually carry you forward onto, onto other and bigger and better things. And this could be like, you know, 2023, we're only starting. You know, it's the year is starting, and already we've got like huge news. Mm -hmm. Sasha Banks is signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. That's, that is massive, massive news. And there's every chance she's going to be in AEW next week. Mm -hmm. That, again, is massive news. It's two weeks into the new year, and we're already like, crikey, what else can this year throw up? And Lots of stuff, I, 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 I really feel like we are just getting started. I really oh, yeah. do feel like, and, and there's going to be another one of those mad years of wrestling, and, I, and I'm here for it, and I'm mm. very, very excited about it. But this is, I, I'm very curious to know what people make of this. And I'm very curious to know what you have to say about this in the comments down below. So do leave your comment about what do you think? I mean, answer the question yourself. Let us know your thoughts on the debut. Let us know your thoughts on the reactions to the debut as well and why you think it might have been as mixed. Do you think it is just WWE stands or do you just think it's ex first exposure to New Japan Pro Wrestling? Let us mm. know what you think. Send us an email and all that sort of good jazz. Uh, we'll be back next week with another one of these Blackpool content clubs. A full lineup uh, should be with us next week. Um, I shouldn't really say that in case... Yeah, don't, don't ever advertise. That's false advertising. That's right there. Right there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's me and Tony Storm next week. <laughs> um, it's not. Um, I just thought I'd put out there before yeah, anyone. Just uh, to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. Uh, but tomorrow will be the SmackDown review done by Pete Quinnell. Pete Quinnell returns to SmackDown. Yay. Just as Charlotte Flair wins the title, you're going back to SmackDown. Thanks, Tempest. <laughs>
it's Pete and Sat doing the Smackdown review next week. That uh, will be fun. Because Sat's amazing. Because Sat's amazing. Uh, and then it'll be me and you doing Raw mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Myself and Alan Davis doing AEW with potentially that uh, mercedes Monet debut mm. on uh, Thursday. So please do subscribe to this channel if you haven't already and you've made it this far. We are nearing, because we have such a very good December, 70,000 subscribers, which means we are on our way to doing the Royal Rumble randomizer. Mm. It's tantalizingly close now. Mm. Last I checked, we were like 500 off. Oh, yeah. that we. I mean, could do that this month. Potentially. Potentially. Tell your friends. Maybe we'll get it done this month. That'd be cool. So help us out uh, and, you know, press the thumbs up on this button and all that good jazz. Thank you for watching. We will see you next time here on the Rest Talk Podcast channel. I have been Luke Owen, D-A-D, your Quizzlemania and Jam That Championship. It is on the floor. That has been Chopper Pete Quinnell. Jam That Jam. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.